Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Sure, this is the right... It's back! Ah, great. Do you see the strings again? Yeah, and it seems we're on track. Uh, how, how do you know? Um, uh, well, the strings lead right ahead, not to the sides or behind us. That means we're going the right direction, right? Mm. Uh, sound reasoning. Let's not waste any time. We don't know when this thing will turn off again. Yeah. Uh, I think we're close. It leads down to that clearing and only has a slight curvature. Wait. Hmm? Huh? What? Wait. Mm. Tell me what you see there. Just a grove that leads to a clearing and a lake. Hmm. What about it? Not you. You. Oh. Um, do you mean the blue mist? Huh? A blue mist? What blue mist? I see it. Lynn sees it. You don't. Uh. Something is down there. A spirit? No. Veir don't have that much mist. Hmm. Aether phrase? No. For your sake. If you know what it is, then tell us. Aver. I already told you. That's unlikely. Um, um, oh, oh, not again. Weird. Did it make the off sound, but it's still on. I still hear the echo. That's strange. This can't be a Varen. A Varen wouldn't call us here. But you aren't sure. This must be something else. Mm. But um, the fog is everywhere now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see it too. The realms are leading into each other. Only Vader can do this. Uh, really? True. Well, uh, what do we do? There isn't much we can do except... Uh, we went into its trap. Can we get out of this? No. No. I mean, it's just mist, right? We can't. The fog clouds the senses. You'd end up walking in circles. Oh. The Varen probably wants to talk. Let's just go down there. I'm not talking to a Varen. So you just ignore it? We're stuck in here until it releases us. I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm not getting involved with one. <sighs> Free my asthma. I'll blow away the mist. You can't just blow the mist away and pretend that it'll make the Varen go away. Wait, are you afraid? No, I, 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 I'm not. I just, just don't want to get, get involved with them. What's wrong with you, Mel? Don't shorten my name. Wouldn't you be among the first uh, to jump at the Vare to beat them senseless? Yeah. I, you're pretty trigger-happy with your runes when it comes to Vare. They aren't just Vare. Exactly, they're not. They are the greatest of the Vare, worthy of our respect. When a Varen calls you, you speak to it. You can't force me to. <sighs> Was that a challenge? No. Wait, uh, Raka. Come on, move no. your shallow no, 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 tail. No. I, I don't want... Raka, no! Let go! <laughs> Why is everyone saying that about this tail? Spent a good half hour brushing it this morning. Not even brushing myself. Let me go. Calm down, Raka. I said move. No. Is it really necessary to shove him by the neck? Let me go, Raka. I don't think he's going to move otherwise. But he's terrified, Raka. I'm not. Let go. At least you know better than trying to use runes in a very sanctuary. Raka, let him go. It looks like you are the one afraid, holding him in front of you for protection. Don't be silly. It's just that when I let him go, he'll... See? He scrambles away. Leave me alone. I'm not interfering with the Vader. Do this on your own. There's no sense in talking to him. 
We're here with you, Matt. You don't have to be afraid. Don't shorten my name! I'm shortening your name because you're not acting like an adult again. I... I'm... <clears throat> Realized it yourself, didn't you? I... The Varen isn't going to be happy about the wait. Can you stand up? I can help you. I can get up myself. Here, let me help you. See, Laka? This is what I meant when I said let's get to know... Uh, mm. Oh, shit! What is it? Look at that guy! What guy? He's still Cuban! What? What is it? You don't see him? No, where should I look? There's a huge guy sitting on that rock in the middle of the park. <laughs> he shouldn't be here! And he has some enormous horns! Those aren't horns, they're antlers! Antlers? <laughs> the only bear with antlers are Veyron! No, 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 no! My name is Varys. You stand in my grove. Have, have you called us here? Obviously. You wouldn't have found me on your own, Raka. Don't speak to it. <laughs> My companions mean no disrespect, Ferris. Oh, no doubt. May I ask to what end you called us here? Hmm. You may ask that. You want to be summoned into a summoning circle. <laughs> Smart little mortal. Yes, let us convene on neutral ground, Raka. Write a pledge to flatter me. Pave my crossing with enticing runes and construct a glorious gateway in my honor. And then prepare seats for your companions and yourself. We shall speak in that circle. I will need time to prepare. <laughs> Certainly. I wouldn't want to step into a circle constructed in haste now, would I? Contemplate. Consider. Reflect. Time I have in abundance. Do you, little mortal? Uh, um, um, what was that about? They want us to summon them. It wants you to summon it. I'm not part of this. They specifically told me to make a circle that will include the both of you. No, I'm not going to What is your deal, Malachi? Why are you so terrified of Veyron? Not your worry, kid. Mel, the other day you... Don't. Malachi, sorry. You said that if a Veyron were to rip Raka's soul apart, it would also cut off your Edgar, right? Yes. And Raka said that not complying to Veyron is the best way to get our asses handed to us. Right, Raka? Of course. So, wouldn't it be best to do what that Veyron wants instead of aggravating it? I mean, you don't want it to take it out on Raka, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You are right, but I don't like it. You don't have to like it. You just have to sit tight and let me handle this. I don't trust you to handle this. And I don't trust you to keep your mouth shut during negotiations. Yet Ferris asked for your presence, so... At least allow me to select rooms with you. <sighs> have you done this before? I... Not like this. Not with... Not with a Veyron. With an Eshevir. An Eshevir? When we earned our wind rooms. Uh, fine. You must have done something right to earn your Ethwar. I can accept having you pick runes with me then. Let's sort out what we need. How do we make the circle? Do you just write runic glyphs on the ground again? No. Varen circles are a bit different. They have to be constructed very carefully and with a lot of contemplation and thought. Mm -hmm. Every detail matters. Well, what do we need then? Mm. 
first we need to build a wall of protection. Okay, what's that? A combination of three rooms that will both protect us, but also serve as anchor to this world. Hmm. The way we construct it is important. It tells the Varen we have no malicious intent. Maliki, have you ever built one? We did, but it was not a good wall. Hmm. Alright, then let's consider this guided practice. <sighs> How would you go about constructing it? Hmm. Know the Varen's element. Then select three rooms of the other elements to make a full elemental circle. Hmm. Um, a good start. Well, how do we figure out which element Ferris has? We have to work with what we know of them. There are usually rooms in a Varen sanctuary that might tell us more about the Varen. Do you see any? Well, there are runiglyphs inside the stone they set on. Does that help? Hmm, it might. Maliki, mm. do you see them? Mm, yes. Can you read them out for us? Fertuil. Uh, Leaf. Rian. Time. Jakar. Death. Sreifai. And Eb. Hmm. What does it mean? Uh, Leaf and Eb tell us they're a Varen of earth and water. The runes Death and Time tell us their stone was probably once a gravestone that they've been sitting on for centuries. Uh. But wait! If they are Varen of earth and water, that means they have two elements, right? Yes. So we only need two more to make a complete set of four? Uh, not quite. The wall of protection needs to be built with three runes of three different elements. So we will have to make a choice on one element to assign to them, the gateway. We will be using runes from the remaining three elements to build the wall of protection with. So if we assign them the earth element, the wall of protection has to be made of wind, fire and water? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Assign them the earth element. Okay, why? If we assign water to them, they'd sit opposite of the fire room. One of the runes is Fertuil, the leaf. Leaf should not sit opposite a fire. Mm. Good answer. Yes, we will assign them an earth rune. Okay, what's next? Next, we prepare the wall of protection. The wall is composed of offerings, physical offerings, tied to the elements of the runes we will be using for the wall of protection. Maliki, uh, what do you suggest we use? Hmm. Hmm. Um, water from their pond. Right. I would have chosen the same. I like that you're including him. What offering would you choose for fire? Hmm. For fire? Uh, the Empress of This. Here. Herbs? Larky. Uh, the smoke smells good. Incense? I use it to focus. Calm down. Yes, very good. Yes, that will certainly do. What would you use for wind? For that? Uh... I don't know. Uh, oh, oh! We can blow into the water skin so there's breath inside of it and use that, right? Hmm. Varen don't appreciate using dead animals as any part of their circle. Hmm. What part of the water skin is made out of animal? The whole thing? It's made out of leather. Oh! It's in the name! Oh! Water skin? Skin! <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Hmm. Tell us what you would use. Alright. Since we assigned them the Earth Rune, the Wind Rune is what will be opposite the Varen. It should be the most personal, as it is where the summoner will sit, or in our case, the summoners. Ideally, the offerings would be part of our bodies or our beings. Our breath would be a very good start, but it's not very tangible. What I tend to use as wind rune containers are my feathers. Hmm. I have not thought of that. Wait, they grow from your head? And you don't just wear those for decoration? You didn't notice that? Is that why you wear your hair like that? What? I mean, those those ropey hairs. Is that why you wear those? Uh, so you don't brush out the feathers? You mean the notice phrase? 
Yes, of course. Damn, it all makes sense now. I always had feathers between my fingers when I combed your tail. You did what? When you were sleeping, I combed your tail. Plucked a few feathers by accident. <laughs> Sorry. When were you awake while I was asleep? Um, last night, when you told me to take a watch. Damn it, Lynn. Look, I needed something to do to keep me awake. It's so boring. I mean, I tried to push the feathers back in, but it didn't work. <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> of course that doesn't work. I mean, here, you can have them back. Why would you even do that? Uh, I thought they were part of some fancy tail decor you were wearing. I wanted to fix it. No, why would you brush our tails? I quite enjoyed that. Because I wanted to comb your hair. But dreads aren't exactly combable, so I just brushed your tail. There was so much foliage and dirt stuck in it. <laughs> My tail is shiny and clean now. Yes, thank you, and you're welcome. See, at least he appreciates my efforts. <sighs> Whatever, let's get back on track. For the Earth Rune, we need an object that acts as a gateway for the Veyron. Um, when you say gateway, do you mean, like, physical gate? Uh, not necessarily. Just an object that will connect the Aetherweb to our world. Uh, like like your broken soul. It lies in the Aetherweb, oh. but it's connected to your body. Oh. Bayer used that connection to manifest. Is that how that spirit used my broken soul to manifest? Exactly. Well, we could use the Veyron's boulder, maybe. No, that's too heavy to bring here. And it wouldn't be nice to move the place they reside in. Oh, yeah. Uh, that aside, it should be a neutral ground. Something that's not been in the Varen's reach of influence before. But we can't step out of the mist. It has to be something that was already here. Perhaps we can use something we brought. My knife is a bit. No, a knife is a weapon. We can't offer that. Let's see. I have a flintstone and a claw grindstone, but those won't do. Wait, can we maybe use a stone from the pond? Those are within their range of influence, though. Are they, though? You said one of their runes was F, right? Uh, Won't that make their range of influence stop at submerged things? Good thinking. In that case, a stone from their pond would indeed be a very good gateway for them. I'll get one. Wait, try to find one that has been laying in a ray of sunshine and is covered in healthy algae. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, oh, and uh, while you're at it, here, uh, take this bowl. Um, dip it in the pond, clean water, no debris. Sure. So, let's select the runes. Hmm. We'll start with the ones for the Wall of Protection. Mm -hmm. The purpose of these runes is to protect us, in case we offend the Vaveren, uh. but also to show them that we have put thought into choosing something that isn't necessarily threatening to them. Uh. Which fire rune would you choose? Ronturi, uh. hmm. the torch. Or uh, Xide, the incineration. Why those? They're good to use against it if it decides to turn on us. Look. The Wall of Protection is supposed to signal, Ferris, we seek a peaceful communication. Mm. What you're suggesting is bringing weapons to a peaceful negotiation. I see. We offer incense as a container. The most logical room would be to use cramming, the smoke. B but smoke offers no protection. It can shroud us in a veil. It is a good shield. A veil of smoke is no protection against the Veyron. It used fog to deceive us. Mm. Fair point. Then how about Vorin, the ashes? Ashes? Ashes are useless. Ash is the residue of a burning fire or burning anger. If we invoke their anger, Warren will quench it and calm them, the same way you find incense calming. Hmm. I see. Warren, then. All right. Now for the counterbalance, the water rune. Serefain. The app is suitable. Because it is one of their runes? Yes. No, I wouldn't use that. Hmm. It implies receding energies, hmm. that we intend to siphon their energy from them. I see. Hmm. Meirin, the ripple. Meirin? 
Why Mayrin? <clears throat> it cold us here, and its cold reaches like a ripple. We expect its influence will help us. Mm. That this conversation with it will have a wider reach, like Mayrin. Mm. That sounds good to me. Yes, Mayrin is good. Mm. How's this one? It was laying directly in the sun and it has algae all over it. Mm. Yes, this one is good. Put the stone here and the bowl there. Okay. Uh, for wind, we can use Isaiah, the ferocious wind. It's too aggressive, too feisty. But it will be written on your feather and represent you. <sighs> what are you saying? Naka, you're quick to get angry. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at you. You started growling the second he said something directed at you, even though he's right. I mean, isn't that rune supposed to be personal? It's supposed to be personal for those who will sit in a circle, which means all three of us. Something that describes our situation, maybe. Hmm. I would describe our situation as turbulent. Mm. That's something I'd associate with wind, right? Hmm. the turbulence. Wait, really? There really was room for that? I told you, there are many. It's a bit too chaotic for my taste, but it does describe our situation well. It would be very personal. All right. Now all that is left is finding a rune suitable for Ferris themselves. Which rune do you think we should be using for the stone? Uh, Their gateway. Hmm. Ette, the stone. Um, writing the rune stone on stone seems kind of redundant. It is. And it isn't very flattering. Hmm. I suggest... Uh, Chromion, the sentinel, the lifekeeper. Their presence in this grove impacts life in this region, maintaining the ecological balance. Well, that's quite flattering. Can you agree to these? Hmm. Ash, ripple... Turbulence, Sentinel. They're not runes I would have chosen. Yours would have been much more aggressive. Yes, but my experiences with those were not good. I'm willing to try your approach. It seems reasonable. All right. Lin, are you fine with these? Hey, I'm not spirit smart enough to judge that. <laughs> I got the stone already. My work is done. I'll have to trust you two to make the decisions. All right. Maliki? <laughs> I want you to take the stone and carve the earth rune Chromean into it. Uh, After that, I want you to draw the wind rune Khewan onto my feather. Uh, you want me to do this? Both of us. With your Ethwa, you have the closest connection to earth and wind, as I have the closest connection to water and fire. Hmm. Yes, true. I'm getting the feeling that the whole procedure is less about which runes you choose and more about how much thought and reason you put into why you choose them. That comes fairly close, yes. So, Malachi gets to carve a rune into the stone and write another one on a feather. I kinda understand that, but how do you write a rune into water or, or those plants? I will trace the water rune in the soil and fill the indent with water. And then I will burn the leaves into incense and pour out the ash in the shape of the fire rune. Simple as that. Look away for a moment. I'll burn the incense. Looking away, I'm looking away. But also, no, la la la, because I also hear fire. Tell me when you finish. La 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 la. I don't want to see. Na 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 na. You finished? That should do. Don't look over here. Let the incense burn for a bit. Malachi, have that stone face Ferris's boulder. Mm, yes. Yes, like that. Hmm. I need your feather. Here. Could have told me I have enough. <laughs> and something to ride on it. Use your blood. Uh, Wait, what? My... Are you serious? It is my feather. Mm. It is your room. It is his blood. Mm. Something of each of us is used on this. I see. No. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Do you have something to write with? 
this cloth. Oh. And the blood is already on it. Marco, do we have a first aid kit for him? A what? Bandages, plasters, stuff like that. Don't bother. Uh, I will use some of the larky leaves. They are good for wounds. Uh, let me help you with that. Uh, Lynn, sit over there. Uh, wait. Um, is the show about to start yet? Almost. As soon as the fire rune is done and we're all seated, I'll start summoning them. Maliki, when you're done, you sit here. Hmm. I assume the feather is placed here. Uh, no, here, in our backs. Uh, Did you put a wall of protection in front of yourself last time? We thought that's where it's supposed to be. Uh, offensive runes and a wall of protection between you and the Eshevere. <laughs> How are you even still alive after such blunders? Uh, all right. The fire rune is written. Um, Raka? What? The windshell is still on. Oh, Last time you said it can't be in a circle. You're right. I listen. You're leaving it on? Oral will want to test whether or not the negotiations with the Baron will be picked up by it. All right. Ready? Yeah. Yes. Let me do the talking once Ferris joins our circle. Am I clear? Sure, Mom. Don't mess this up. I won't, as long as you keep your jaw shut. Wait. Give each of us a leaf to chew on. Does that help any? Doesn't hurt. Cleanses you from within. Yes, like a spearmint before we insult the Baron with our stinking breath. Fine, here. Just chew. Don't swallow. Oh, thanks for the reminder this time. Mmm. Mmm. It does kind of taste like mint. Now both of you, take a deep breath of the incense. Ferris, great Baron, we seek your aid. We offer incense, pure water, and a fragment of ourselves as you're told. We have built you a gateway, and a seat among us has been prepared. Will you join us? I heard how you chose these rooms. Albeit I deem not all your choices ideal, oh. I consent to join you for the sake of mending the tangleweed, oh. Patcher. Now, let us convene. We thank you, Great Baron. Now enough with these tedious formalities. Uh, what? Let us get down to business. Um, Do you know why I called you here? It was my understanding that you had an interest in resolving the matter of the storm. You are, as I thought, clueless. Uh, sure, I can help you take care of that abomination. But what the fear there do is none of my what? concern. How is it none of your concern? Aren't you supposed to guide and manage Vayron and your vicinity? Oh, sure, because that's all Vayron ever do. Managing other Vayron. That's not what I... I think you are aware of the fact that there are far greater problems for us than a bunch of sentimental Vayron that decided to blow eons of carefully established balance to the wind in favor of finding a sunnier habitat. Are you talking about the Finar Vayron and the Stone Serpent? Precisely. Those little buggers packed up the stones they were so fond of and wanted to leave the Skunder to look what? for greener pastures. Wait, so spirits do have attachments Lynn. to physical stuff? Lynn, I said no talking. But I'm curious. Let me make one thing clear, Raka. I didn't ask you to prepare seats for your companions so they could just sit back and watch idly. When I said let's drop all formalities, I meant it. To answer you, human, yes, there have attachments. The Thenarvair in that abomination have spent eons feeding on the warmth those stones emitted when exposed to uh, the sun. Oh. Those are their homes. What? 
The change in the weather in the past few decades led to fewer <sighs> rays of sun every year. The Fienar have been in a constant state of starvation. Oh. Some of them were desperate enough that they began seeking nourishment in the stoves of they, nearby villages. What? Well, that sounds like a healthy Lin. alternative. Why don't all of them do that? <laughs> because they are thin eshi bear. Nature bear, of course. Yes. Okay, I'll just go with that? <sighs> that answer doesn't seem to satisfy you. Well, I mean, neither of those words mean anything to me. Raka, oh, yes. you have not done a great job educating your alumni. But, yeah, Raka, she's not... I know nothing. She, she's... Uh, Isn't it your duty as teacher to educate your students? She's not my student, she's... Just a stupid yeah. woman of no concern. Wait, no, that's not... Isn't that right? Hey, is that um, what you think of me? Well, you you do ask some dumb questions sometimes. Wow, just wow. You can sort out your personal feelings for each other later. I'm sure you want to know why I called you here. Yes. Surely you are aware of the Tangawee situation. Exciting, isn't um, it, Raka? Well, that's not a term I would have used to describe it with. Of course you wouldn't. Beautiful Raka, always focusing on the task. No space for getting sidetracked, not even by a human who wants to learn. But she's not. Yet you've been trying to fix the Tangleweave for what? Five days now? And you haven't even reached the Aether phrase. Because that's What's not. What's wrong, Raka? Is that Tangleweave maybe too difficult even for uh, someone as great as you? No, that's. <laughs> We have been looking for the Aether phrase, but these loose spirits need to be taken care of as well. Do they? Yes. Or are you just making them your problem by bothering uh, with if them? If I don't take care of them, they can cause more parts of the tangle weave to spread. Of course While I have to- While you are occupied um, with the wind friction bear, the Luvin, the stone abomination, and dealing with the obstacles that are your very own companions, one region of the Scooter has been haunted by bear that feed on tolerance. Uh, a town in that area has entered a state of civil war. What? Bear swarms that feed on cold and snow cause avalanches in three different oh, places no, near no. the peak. There are at least another 30 bear-based incidents I could list, but you'll get the point. As much as you want to feel like the great savior to the people, you can't fix all problems, Raka. Not before you finished fixing matters that concern you. What? What? What exactly is the point of this meeting, Ferris? The point, little mortal, is that all the other Varen get to indulge in the fun that comes with the Tangleweave. Well, that's not... My grove lies just beyond the Aetherfrey, and I'd be more than happy to let the Stone Abomination wreak havoc in this area so the whole will expand to these parts as well. What? But alas, you're working I... against that. Yes. Which I'm fine with, of uh... course. Fix the Tangleweave or let it rip enough so I can join the fun. I don't care which. I have no desire to work against you, Batcher. So, this is my offer. I know you desire to become a deity with whom the Varen will freely share their knowledge. Yes, very much so. Until you fix the Tangleweave, you can freely draw from mine. What? Just like you would were you a deity. Uh. However, you can only ask one question related to Varen knowledge per day. One? So use it wisely. Uh. In exchange, a part of me will inhabit that gemstone that grows from your forehead. My Wait! That also Lin. grows from you? Be still, Lin. Okay. Stupid focus shutting That's up. That's not what I... Well... Uh, why do you want to come with us? Haven't I illustrated that abundantly yet? You're, you're bored! Malachi... Malachi... No! So you do speak after uh, uh, all. Mal, we're here with you. Still human. Stop ducking behind me. Sit back down and on I your place. I see you still haven't gotten the hang of yeah. questions. 
Yes, I am bored. A petty reason for a Varen, isn't it? <laughs> it's been a long time since I had a chance to roam the schooner. Uh. I want to see what it looks like now, and partake in all the fun that comes with the tangle me. Very well. I accept the terms. No! <laughs> I'm down. Excellent. It's settled. This pesky summoning circle has served its purpose, then. Return to your realm, mortals. Wakas Andal Anir. Uh, Wakas Andal Anir. Wait, how do we... Fjarta. Are we back to normal? Uh, yeah, we are... Can the stupid folk speak again? Lin. What? Mm. What? Mm. Speak up! Great and wise spirit whisperer, the stupid fog hasn't figured out how to hear your thoughts C- yet. Calm down, Lin. It did not tell you how it will communicate with you once I, it's in your monohorn. I, I was going to ask them, but I, I, I can feel the presence within it already. Well, how is it having all that barren uh, knowledge in your head? You're overreacting. Yeah, well, how would you feel Lin. if she thought you're stupid, even though I keep asking her about stuff and she refuses to give me proper answers? Lynn, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just damn angry at you, all right? I don't speak growlish, so I can't tell you the way Malachi usually does. Maybe that's the only language you understand. Grrr. The mist is clearing. Let's, uh, let's go back to the stone serpent. We'll talk on the way. All you ever say. Fiata. Indeed. This is a Veyron? I'm amazed the windshell picked that up. So intimidating. This might have been the first in the history of Zaya that communications with the Veyron has been recorded. Probably. Uh, are these the beings that Raka communicates with every single time that she patches a tangle weave? I think so. Aww. As far as I know, communication with the Veyron is part of her job. She is so brave. And insensible. Aw, don't say that. I think she can be very sensible. She just has a hard time showing it. Oh, sure. That aside, she probably doesn't believe she'll have to deal with that human once the tangleweed is fixed. <laughs> you think she only does this because she doesn't expect to interact with her in the long run? Oh, no. Trust me, she does this even when she knows she'll be stuck around him for a while. But she was much more sensible and considerate in, in the first part of the recording, mm. when they built the circle. I think that's what she's really like. Uh... <laughs> sure, if you believe it. Another one! Oh, we got caught up on the delay. Quickly, um, let's do the references. Well, aren't you eager to listen just, to these? Just, just tell me what's right. Let me guess. Uh, date of recording, same as the previous one. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that's, my, that's my line. Uh, just, I, I'm sorry, just I'll let in you case. do it. No, no, no problem. Uh, your, your enthusiasm is good. Uh, vocal enchantments were woven by Kessie Rulinicki, Aethor Vitharsson, Carolyn Monterola, Astra Ellis, Hem Brewster, and Travis Van Graaf. Music shells provided by Fui Mandan, audio enchantments by Sarah Baczynski of Polarity Audio Works, written and produced by Kessie Rulinicki. Done. Let's listen for the next one. Don't you even need a break from writing? <laughs> I'm only just warming up, Akasa. It is written, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Asylus. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. 
what happens when the monsters cannot control me. The Rise of King Osiris. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theriseofkingosilas.com. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.